Good morning, everybody. <coughs> morning, morning. Uh, hopefully you had a good long weekend. Hope you didn't eat too much, uh, too much chocolate. Sure the kids would have. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, team. Yeah, same to you guys. Chris, thanks, mate. Yeah, I hope you guys had a great Easter too. It's nice to have a long weekend, isn't it? Bit of a break, chill out, do what you need to do. Great to see a few guys on this morning. Might be uh, might be a bit uh, slow and steady this morning. A few people are probably still on a bit of an extended break. I know a lot of people have been uh, grabbing a few extra days and having an extra uh, an extra long weekend or maybe a, a couple of weeks off or two, 10 days off anyway between the public holidays. So great idea. Anyway, good morning to all of you guys. Like I said, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hopefully you're all awesome and well. Quick uh, intros, Jason Witten's my name, as most of you would know, but if you don't, if you're new, say hello, let us know where you're dialing in from, from uh, from wherever wherever the live world is bringing you in, Facebook or YouTube or other places, give us a shout out, let us know where you are in this wonderful world. Been property investing myself over 20 years, coaching property investors over 18, and uh, each morning get together with the crew and have a little bit of a chat. We call it a Wealth Coffee Chat and um, just talk about what's going on in the marketplace. Now, um, hopefully, I'm just going to just adjust my camera there to make sure it's in focus. Uh, Where were we? Intros. Yeah. So, listen, got a question for you. I chucked it in the headline today. Um, 12% of Aussies, 12% of Aussies, uh, have this thing in their mix, in their wealth mix. What do you guys think it is? 12%. Well, I say a few shout-outs. Um, chuck it in the chat. What do you think that 12% of Australians are using as part of their wealth plan and the rest aren't? Team, tell me. What do you what do you guys think it is? One of you, Chris and Bob and Barry, James, Allison, Adrian, uh, Graham, Jimmy, Jeff, Alexis. Now, Facebook user, good morning to you. It's popping up because you're more than likely in our mentoring program or new to one of our groups, and um, it doesn't show your name, unfortunately, which is a bit of a bummer. But uh, uh, good, good to hear from you. Dialing in from Western Sydney, fantastic. Budrum for Teresa. Good to see. Oh, crypto, Graham. Oh, well, uh, that'd be interesting, actually. I'd, I'd like to see the stats on that. It's not. It's not crypto or gold, Bob. Maybe something a bit more esoteric um, when it comes to the world of a wealth plan. Um, a few go. Oh, I think Nadine's getting a bit closer. <laughs> uh, oh, Jay, how are you, mate? Good to see you there. I was thinking about you the other day, Jay. Um, we should catch up sometime, Jay. Hopefully, you're awesome and well, mate. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's catch up for a bit of a yarn at some point. Uh, Andrew shares, um, mm, eh, I think James, James is getting closer. Tax accountant. Listen, I'll put you out of your misery. <laughs> uh, property and super. Actually, that's probably, that's probably pretty close actually. Um, as we go, but, um, uh, according to, some information, uh, some information floating around that uh, uh, below 2 million Aussies, 
have a financial advisor or have any sort of financial advice service in their wealth plan, which uh, you know, which is a bit of a, it's a bit of a concern for many of us. For many of us, you know, um, financial advice or financial advisor. Now, it doesn't have to be a financial advisor. In my world, uh, you know, a good uh, a good wealth accountant, a good wealth advisor, business advisor, sometimes. Uh, and financial advisors, sometimes they can all be packaged into one thing. Um, and uh, this is the confusion, I think, that uh, leads to um, not that many people using uh, the world of financial advice. Now, I'm not going to go down that track this morning. I think financial advisors are really important. Uh, I think the government uh, and the legislation um, is severely, severely um lacking when it comes to good financial advisors being able to work with their clients. Uh, the big the big companies uh, get have all the money to be able to uh, do all the compliance and take um, some risks where the smaller, more boutique, often more um, understanding and caring advisors unfortunately get priced out of the uh, the world of financial advising because of all the compliance malarkey. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that today. I want to talk about, you know, why it's important to have this stuff in the mix because, you know, as we move through life, uh, sadly or unfortunately, there are a lot of, um, there's a lot of legislation, team. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of things we we uh, we need to navigate and you need people who know what's going on when it comes to this world Um as as we uh, as we roll forward, so so a hundred thousand people, uh, according to this article, quit financial advice last year um, as uh, advice fees uh, uh, increased. And it's an interesting conversation. This one, and I thought we'd sort of maybe just wax a bit of lyrical this morning about it. The idea that um, you know, so chuck it in the chat for me, team. Chuck, put put it in the chat for me right now. In, in 15 or 20 years' time, many of you guys are in the, the mentoring program, what would be the expectation of your kind of gross wealth? You know, your, your, your pro- what would your property portfolios be worth um, and, you know, the income that it's producing? Let's say in 15 or 20 years' time. What type of, what type of outcome are you looking to achieve? Uh, and maybe across all of your investing, just chuck it in the chat. Just put whatever number in there. Um, this is just to give it a... A bit of a, a a sanity check, you know. For me, for me and my family, um, you know, our passive income, hundred k a year, says Joel. Perfect, mate. Um, and what would be your what would be your, your equity or your uh, portfolio value? You know, probably two to three million dollars. Um, you know, as you go along, right? So, for um, for us. As investors, we have to think about, all right, well, if we're going to get some assistance, if we're going to get some advice, someone, there we go, like $3.5 million. So if we're saying, all right, in, let's say in 20 years' time, I want to have, you know, 3.5 mil um, and I want 175 of income, you know, and let's say over those years, there might be a fee attached to it, call it $3,500. Now, what would that look like uh, when it comes to what would we invest to achieve $3.5 million safely 
well-structured, low-tax, um, you know, passive income, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's an interesting question that many of us haven't really thought about. It's like, well, if you want that wealth outcome, what would you invest to get it, okay? What would you invest, you know, maybe annually, maybe once off, maybe multiple times along the way? Uh, and this is what I find um, we don't get the time to really comprehend and understand when we're sort of, you know, down in the, you know, down in the minutiae of, of our daily life. We've got someone there, you know, you know, $5 million, 200 grand uh, yearly, okay? So, which is fantastic. So, you know, if you thought about it over 20 years, that would, let's say, cost $70,000. So if I said to you right now, I could wave a magic wand, I could wave a magic wand and in 20 years' time, all you've got to do is give me $70,000 right now and I'll wave a magic wand and I'll give you $5 million and $200,000 a year. Like, who would take that deal? Right now, I'll wave a magic wand and I'll go, Abra, bloody cadabra, <laughs> the Harry Potter movie, whatever it is, uh, and uh, away you go. You give me 70 grand and I'll give you $5 million portfolio and 200K a year, all right? So now that's very, you know, basic thinking. But, you know, unless unless you, unless you had a problem, <laughs> yes, please, right? Unless you had a problem, like this is the thing, team, Um <laughs> right, and this when you put it in perspective like that, it's like, well, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? That would be a massive return, okay? And this is the challenge we, we face when it comes to rationalizing, um, investing in our own wealth, investing in our, um, our future, because we look at the investment now as a cost now, but we don't extrapolate its value into the future, you know, um, like our mentoring program, you know, like paying for a for a for a good tax accountant, like investing in a good financial planner, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. What is the compounding future value, not just the cost today? And that's a pretty in, important question. So, what does it all look like? You know, right now, if you have a look at um, you know Australia, and let's have a bit of a look at what's going on. Um, uh, the couple of ones that I want to point out just here as we sort of have our bit of a yarn, we've got 9.1 million households, you know, and we've got 11.7 million, you know, employed, okay? And and I, th I think this might be a few years old, but I think the population of Australia is about 25, 24, 25 million. So if we think about that right now and we have a look at, no, jump over here. If we have a look at the population you know, we've got 25 million people. Actually, we'll do it up here. This is pretty good. We've got 25 million people. And uh, for the most part, you know, pretty well all of these people should be getting some sort of uh, financial support, some financial advice, right, um, of some description at, at a very minimum. And uh, the challenge is, what does it mean? You know, do I have to uh, invest heavily over those, over those, um, over that time, or does it change? And the answer is, it changes. It's different. Let's just quickly do this. And this is, you would have seen this um, conversation co concept when um, Andy Fenton 
uh, came along the other week and uh, talked at our mentoring program. He was amazing. And did anyone catch Andy uh, Andy Fenton the other week at our mentoring program? Give us a shout-out in the chat. So let's have a look at this, 18 to kind of, you know, 30. 18 to 30. Uh, actually, I think it was uh, a bit a bit different here. 18 to 45. So let me, let me know if you caught. Yep, yeah, loved it. Perfect. So... What Andy sort of says is in this early stages, uh, and we, we call this acquisition, consolidation, and lifestyle when it comes to our property investing portfolio. But, um, you know, this part from 18 to 45, financial advice, you know, when it comes to stuff outside of, uh, outside of property investing, when it comes to our super and other things, what what important things do we need when it comes to financial advice? Tell me right now, team, um, what are the things that are that are important to us as we move through these stages of our lives? All right. Um, in this early stage, other than the acquiring of assets, when it comes to financial advice or good financial advising, especially when it comes to our super and other things, what are the what are the important things when it comes to you know this section? Now Andy's world, um, uh, and he talks about the idea of super and and uh, those sorts of things. Is in this section we can use good financial advice to understand how to protect ourselves and our family. Yep, structure. Yep, structure is good. Protection, the right structure, um, and tax efficiency. All right. So in this section here, a good, yep, absolutely good foundation structured correctly. So the idea as we move through these stages, team, is that, you know, each bit is uh, is often uh, focused on a bit differently. All right. So, you know, ages 18 to 45, you know, we usually get married, we have children, buy a house, you know, um, get jobs probably have the most debt in our lives, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where sort of good insurances and, and good protection uh, for you and your family is. How you structure that is super important. And if you do buy assets, you know, what does it look like for the future? All right. Um, in the consolidation stage, what is good financial advice for um, over here? Again, you know, protection is in there. Um, but uh, protection. But as we as we move into this section, you know, we are looking at the idea of certainly how do we move our assets into the most tax effective place. The idea that we've purchased things, we might want to um, start to use our super um, in a different way. You guys know the idea that. Our super is, um, you know, uh, the only. Well, tell me, the tax rate in the super in after sixty five. What's the tax rate from a capital gains tax and an income tax point of view, team? Tell me, tell me that right now in the uh, in the chat. Now, this is not financial advice, by the way, because nobody knows your personal circumstances. If you need financial advice, you should seek out someone who's licensed and knows your personal circumstance, et cetera, et cetera. But this is just a conversation, and Chris nailed it, right? You know, here we go. Um, 
Yeah, it's zero in this stage. Uh, and in the earlier stages, um, you know, it's 15% and 10%. Okay. So it is a very tax effective place to own some assets uh, as we go along. So protection continues. <clears throat> tax effectiveness is really important because we get to keep more of what we created. And uh, this section here, team, is the most important section. This section here, as we enter the lifestyle phase, this is the section where you need the likes of, you know, an Andy Fenton, Anthony Wolfenden, you know, people that we we know really well um, to help you structure um, um, as we go along. Um, and, yeah, Bob, you know, someone who's a mentor, often team, you know, you guys have heard me talk about the six-star team, often, you know, these, uh, these people are specialists in an overall plan, okay? So, you know, when we talk about a, a good idea, a big wealth idea, well, who are the specialists that we might need, especially if it's property-centric? You've got your mentor, your coach at the centre, the person who's helping you create a property-centric plan. And then who are these specialists that we need, right? The specialists are, you know, firstly, often a good mortgage broker, someone who understands that. Um, then you need a good acquisitions or a buyer's agent, someone who goes and finds you awesome deals in all sorts of different places, you need a great property manager. You know, your property manager is going to be hanging out with your property for longer than you will ever. Um, you know, then you need uh, an awesome accountant uh, and then certainly a great financial planner. So you've got these um, six team members who are part of your wealth plan. But the world of financial advice and financial planning usually centres around um, things like insurances and super and some investing in some, um, you know, shares and, uh, and uh, the share market. And we need to make sure that we understand which bits is for when. Anyway, hopefully that was all right. We just uh, had a bit of a rambly chat this morning because I thought that was a really interesting article, folks. You know, what would you be um, willing to invest to get your outcome? To get your outcome, you know. In 15 or 20 years' time, what would you be willing to invest? If you were there at 65 years old looking at being on the pension and living off $18,000 a year below the poverty line, uh, you know what, maybe, what magic wand would you want to wave to create the financial wellness that you want at that point? Um, because I can tell you, you know, Seventy to $100,000 of investment over the next 10 to 20 years to get you three, four, five million million, $5 million worth of asset value and one hundred fifty to $250,000 worth of cash flow. Yep, it's a good deal every single time. Every single time, team. Every single time. The challenge is we analyze the cost today, but we don't see the future value. And that's probably the conversation for today. Remember, the cost today is real. You've got to pay for it. But what is that future value, that compounding future value, the return into the future? Um, you know, happy days. Cool, Adrian. Hopefully uh, that landed for everyone listening in today. You know, 
And that's right. Like often, Adrian, we only analyze the cost today, but not as value. Anyway, that's it. I'm just rambling a little bit now. <laughs> uh, great to have you guys join me today. Looks like there's a few people on today. Maybe you guys are all um, um, having a bit of a rest. May, hopefully, uh, you're uh, not going to rush around too much. It's a bit of a short week this week. So uh, enjoy the rest of your week, folks. Thanks for joining me on Tuesday the 19th. Join me tomorrow, Wednesday the 20th, for another Wealth Coffee Chat. All right. I think that's, uh, I think that's about it, team. You guys have a good one. Take care. Bye for now. See ya. See ya.